again and welcome to episode two of the Mighty Oaks podcast, the second ever episode and proudly supported by Ray White Oakley, our first community partner. So big thanks to Ray White for jumping on board as a sponsor of the podcast. My name is Miles Fabris. I'm here again as your host. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that Matt Gerolami has also joined me again. Welcome, Matt. Thank you very much. Glad and to be back. we have a new co-host this time you'll notice that next to me is not trent shields from last week i welcome jeff bigman latham to the podcast welcome thank you very much miles good to be here very good to have you jeff now before we get into the episode i just want to do another special shout out thank you to ray white oakley our first community partner for the podcast longtime partners and established members of the oakley community who have been helping our members with rentals leasing and buying and selling for many years including myself Jimmy Ben, another member of the uh, club and I, when we rented together, we rented with Ray White Oakley. So shout out to them and thanks for jumping on board. I remember mum actually bought her house probably five years ago against, uh, well, off Ray White as well. I know Trent's just selling a, a property now through them as well. So Beautiful. it's all happening. Thanks to Ray White. Okay. Uh, now, first off, before we get into the wrap-ups of round three and four in the VSDCA, we want to plug the Beer Pong and Karaoke Night, which is happening this Saturday night, November 18th. Uh, this Saturday, uh, here in the club rooms. Uh, Matt, do you want to tell us a bit more about the night? Yeah, so um, it's going to be the second year that we've brought this this uh, major fundraiser back for the club. Um, so details are that it will be here at the club after the, um, the game on the weekend. So it's starting at 8 o'clock. Um, for those who can buy the early bird fee, so it's $30 for the early bird or $40 on the night, um, wear your best dress ups and come and have a good night um, fundraising for the club. And of course, beer pong tournament, teams of two straight knockout brackets. Um, I did mention it last week, but I am a former winner of the beer pong tournament, so I'll be trying to come back and get another win. As am I, actually. Oh, yeah. okay. Are we on a team? No, not this, not this year. That'd be unfair, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's true. We've got to share it around. You're right. <laughs> well, I remember playing you last year. Who, who got up in that one? Or did I beat? Because oh, I feel like... We, we got pretty far. I think we got semi-finals last year. Did we Yeah, but no, no, no. We, like, we oh, played no, the groups. We, we, we kicked your ass early the, on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Then it must have been badge that we smashed that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, beer pong and karaoke night this Saturday, November 18th, here in the club rooms. Uh, it's going to be a great night. Hope to see you there. Get around the outfits too. Um, the yeah. dress-ups are always a, a big, big feature. Yeah, I know te- I've got team something, outfits. something fun have you lined got a, up. Have you got a teaser lined up for us? Oh, I can't do a teaser. Um, no, nah, not without giving it away. I don't no, think. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's going to be good. Maybe we just say no, that. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. Okay, well, hope to see you there. Uh, now, moving on to the first 11 wrap-up. So we're going to talk about round three and round four. And we're very lucky this week that our very own Jeff Latham was playing in the first 11 in round three and round four. So I'll throw to you, Jeff. Tell us about round three against Baldwin. Well, as an experienced ones player, uh, of course. Um, premiership player? Oh, well, premiership uh, hero, you might say. Um, yeah, oh, no, so round three, we, we played Baldwin. Um, we uh, came out and I believe we batted first, didn't we? Sounds very yes. Right. Yes. Yes, we did. We made one eighty-eight. <laughs> um, uh, we we didn't do too well right up the top. I think um, Harford and um, Jack Clark came out, um, steered the ship a little bit in the middle. Actually, I might, 
quickly. I'm oh, sorry, I jump in there and we should note that round three was actually club debut and first 11 debut for Nathan Harford, who's come to the club this year and is also the assistant coach. He becomes OCC player number 391. And also a first 11 debut for Ayush Pithania, who becomes OCC first 11 player 392. Yeah, and premier- and second 11 premiership player from last year. Yes, first game in the one. So well done to those two boys and keep going. How'd they go? Yeah, well, I'll excuse you for cutting me off there because you did make a good point. Ayush P- um, P- Pithania, I'm going to struggle with his last name, but... Um, Terrific to have him on board as well in the in the ones he came through uh, really well with the ball, um, stood up um, terrifically. I think he took too far, um, but we we didn't quite defend our 188. Uh, I think we got done on the last ball of the second last over, so didn't quite go our way. Um, I also bowled well, if you if you're wondering. Yeah, far. well. Uh, yeah, but so they got you in the last last over, second last over. You said? Second last over. I was going to ball the last over. I probably would have saved okay. it with uh, one to win. But how many wickets did you take, Jeff? Too far, I think. Yeah, too and far. yeah, too far. And well done to Ayush, who also took too far. Yeah, I mentioned that, didn't I? The leading wicket takers. You may have <laughs> said he bowled well. He did, and he's he's come in um, his first two games and and performed really really well. So. Uh, it's great to have Ayush on board, although he's missing the next three games. Yeah, unfortunately. Ridiculous. Add him um, to the list of the, the many outs we have as a club at the moment. Yeah, but uh, no, I think the, the ones are over the moon to have him on board. He's um, really solid bowler for us and provides some hitting down the order as well. And so. was he awarded best on for us that game as well uh, amongst the group? Yeah, I had to give it up. Uh, it was awarded to me the, the week prior, so it was on me to award it. We've got a little Tonka truck. Bit of fun. Uh, but yeah, I gave it to him after the game. Um, he's too far through the middle and late bowled really, really well. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he Very took that Very good effort on debut, absolutely. So just to recap, Oaks bat first, 188 all out. Ball and chase at six down in the second last over. Um, a couple of guys got 30. Pattinson, Clark, Harford and Gracie all got about 30. Uh, but no one could go on with it. So probably not quite a high enough score. Um, and another narrow loss for the first 11. But we go into round four against Mount Waverley and we got our first win. We did, we did. Um, are we going to cut to Pierso to give us a, a bit of a rundown on that? Yeah, well, tell us a little bit about the game All right. first and then we'll, uh, we'll throw no it to um, Yeah, remember this one a little bit more than um, the previous. So Fresh um, in the mind. We, we batted this game... Um, in probably not ideal conditions, but um, we we went fairly well. Pierso and Harford got promoted up the order, actually. Um, got us off to a, a solid start. Harford looked good until he chunked out to um, square leg. Sorry, mate. And uh, <laughs> But no, um, Pierso played a really crucial role for us, um, batted around the rest of the order, um, who all sort of... Uh, was able to, to keep the score ticking over while he um, accumulated his, his big score of, what did he make, 90, 93. 93, yeah, um, so seven short. Pierce, of course, Ryan Pearson, who is opening batsman and captain of our first 11. Um, so a real captain's knock, led from the front, uh, helped the Oaks post six for 211. James Pattinson, also 55. Uh, and then we move in the bowling innings. Yeah, bowling. Any wickets this time, Jeff? 
No, but three really, really good overs. That's <laughs> 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 what I've been telling everyone. Three well of the done. best overs you'll ever see for no wickets and then going at about five, I think. Bowling and partnerships, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, but no, um, again, Ayush did really well. Um, Pierso took two or three. Um, and Gracie um, cleaned up the tail, yeah. you could say. But, Matt Grace, um, no, coach took, of the club, took, four for um, 28. Yeah, but took two, the two big wickets in the middle. They they had a big partnership going through the middle and um, knocked over those two that were scoring all the runs. So crucial wickets to nice. you know, get us back on top. Well bowled, Gracie. And, um, and we got the win, of course, bowling Mount Waverley out for 177, winning by about 40 runs. Uh, and finally getting that first win on the board. And, and plenty of beers after. Yeah, really, actually, it's worth noting, it really was a really good vibe at the club. That was, this was a home game, the first 11-1. Uh, a lot of the boys from the second, thirds and fourths came back to the club, um, all sat around as a club, down in the club rooms, played some music um, and enjoyed a win. It was a really, really good night for the club and, and great for our first to get a win on the board. Um, and that takes them to overall one win, two losses and one tie in the first Correct. four rounds and actually caught up with first 11 captain ryan pearson uh who told us a little bit about the game and how he felt and how his innings went so let's hear from first 11 captain ryan pearson now i'm here on the training track with first 11 captain ryan pearson following the round four victory of the first 11 against mount waverley and the retaining of the monash community shield uh pierso well done in the first win for the team uh how did you feel about the game uh, thanks, Miles. Yeah, it was um, yeah, really good. It was good to get the monkey off the back, I guess. Um, it was a pretty good all-round performance from the boys. So, yeah, wrapped. Wrapped, we got the six points and got our season underway. And you yourself opened the batting, played a real captain's knock, scored 93. Well done. How did you approach your innings and are you proud of that innings? Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. No, it was really good. It was good to um, finally get some runs. Probably haven't made too many over the last year and a half. So, um, I just sort of set myself to bat the innings. We sort of had anyone really bat sort of that... 80, 90, 100 balls. So I sort of set myself to do that and sort of anchor the innings, which I thought, yeah, worked out well in the end. Got a few runs, which was good. And the rest of the boys chipped in and yeah, we got the six points. And apart from yourself, who would you say was a standout performances from the team? Uh, obviously James Pattinson with five, uh, 55 and took a wicket. Fletch bowled the house down, seven overs for not many. And Gracie with four for, and then the blokes in the middle order, sort of Jack, Dill, um, and Gracie sort of and they sort of sacrificed their games a little bit and went in a run of ball and got us to 200 in the end which in, was a massive score out here which was good mm -hmm. and uh, we talked about on the podcast a bit the amount of changes we've had in the first 11 over the last two three four years with a lot of new players um, how do you think the team's gelling together and what can we expect for the rest of the season uh, I think the team's gelling really well um, we've had a really good vibe around the group sort of the whole time and I think um, just winning on the weekend sort of took the bit of the pressure off the boys and hopefully from here on out we um yeah we put some really good performances on the board we um yeah i think we just needed that first win to get us going and we really just got back to basics with how we play our cricket and hopefully expect a few more wins going forward awesome thanks pierso back to you thank you very much pierso and well done again captain's knock and the first 11 get a win so moving on to the second 11 round three also against baldwin uh, the second 11 posted their third win out of three games. So really good start from the twos. In this game, Oakley batted first, uh, posted four for 232, which at the Baldwin ground is, is pretty good going. It's usually a pretty low, slow, thick outfield. Um, so to get 232, really, really good. The standout batsman, Jimmy Ben, uh, coming down from the first, got 46 off 49. 
um, and hit a, a very big, big boy six runs, I heard. None of us were there, so we'll take their word for it. Um, <laughs> but the real star of the day was Jordan Brambleby hitting 78 not out off 77 balls, um, putting on a really handy partnership as well was Sagar, who got 29 not out of 31. So those two at the end, really propelling the score to 232. Just on Jordan there, I believe he channeled his inner Glenn Maxwell um, by the time he got to about, I don't know, 40. He uh, really? was really struggling to get to the other end. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought you were going to say reverse sweep. No, or, no, no, no. no he's, not, he's not that good. No cramp, <laughs> cramps, not moving, uh, not, yeah, not moving his legs to any deliveries and... Um, just hoping for the best, I believe. This is what I'm heard. This is all second. Um, well, these nine boundaries news. does probably indicate that there was some, a bit of that yeah. going on. But, <laughs> hey, if it works, 78 not out, you'll definitely take it. Um, Mr. Stand and Deliver. Yeah, well well done, Geordie. Um, and moving on, so, yeah, 232. Uh, Baldwin ended nine for 183. Uh, Oakley were, I think, pretty comfortable all the way through. They got a couple of early wickets and never really looked like they were going to lose. Um, well bowled again to Tom Ison and Matt Tyson, who each got two wickets. Both of those guys have been really, really good for the twos so far this year with the ball. Um, and I think Latho, you might go into that a little bit later. Um, but the the hero with the ball was Josh Peak, coming down from the first, uh, took four for 15 off his eight overs, uh, a couple at the top and a couple at the end. Um, big, quick opening bowler um, and done really well for the twos to win that game. So round three versus Baldwin, win. Awesome to see a big response from Peaky as well. Obviously, never, yeah. never nice to come down. Um, happened to me millions of times, but I haven't uh, necessarily responded that well um, after after doing so. So yeah. that's a huge response for, from him, and um, I think everyone was really glad to see that. Yeah, well the specimen, Josh. the specimen, the Kiwi specimen. Yeah, um, choice, bro. <laughs> Moving on to round four was against Mount Waverley away. And unfortunately, it was the first loss of the season for the twos. Uh, Mount Waverley batted first and made six for 247, which is a very tall order to chase that down in 45 overs. And uh, I think it's fair to say they just got too many runs. Um, Tom Ison and Matt Tyson again in the wickets. Tom with three and Matt with two were the pick of the bowlers. Um but maybe were the pick of a not-so-flash lot of bowlers. Um, speaking to the skipper, Matt Stamps, uh, and was was pretty flat after the game, said it was a pretty all-round disappointing performance from the whole team and hopefully is just an off day and they can move on and uh, jump back on the horse and get back to winning in round five. Um, in the end, chasing the 247, we were 164 all out. Uh, Manny Kingar got 33. Nick Thurgood got 41, but no one really took control. Um, and unfortunately, they lose. I don't know what you heard, but um, Turtle certainly told me he took control with his 41. Um, Turtle being Nick Thurgood. Sorry, yeah, my, my apologies. Uh, Oakley jargon. But he uh, <laughs> he certainly um, yeah told me all about every one of his 41 runs. Um, funny, I didn't hear anything about his bowling. Um, but, mm. um, yeah, heard plenty about that. Um, fun fact uh, for this game as well, actually, was played at 
Pinewood Park, Pinewood Oval. What's yeah, Pinewood Reserve. Pinewood Reserve, Pinewood Reserve. Which is normally yes. the threes and fours ground for Mount Waverley. And uh, I actually had a, a secret mission for little uh, Matt Tyson. Asked him to um, get a tally of how many times Matthew Stamps um, spoke about his fourth 11 flag that's, well, I would say he won, but we won. I was in that team as well. Um, Our only fourth 11 flag. Only fourth 11 flag back in 2010 11. Um, he did um, take eight for, I think, and um, whacked a couple of impressive sixes. So I, I was curious to, to see how many times he mentioned that on the weekend. And Tyso came back with 43 mentions. So, um, <laughs> 43 mentions. I thought that was unders for Stampsy. That's, <laughs> well, that's one every two overs just about for the day. Yeah. So I, I, I thought my over-unders was going to be 50. So a uh, little bit unders, but um, good effort. What was, what was that paying? <laughs> well, now you've mentioned it on the podcast as well, so you can make it 44. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I am glad you brought up Matt Stamps, captain of our second eleven, and has been a, a stalwart and, and played many, many years for the Oakley Creek Club. This was actually his 250th game for the club, so we congratulate uh, Matt Stamps. Well done on your 250 games. And I actually was lucky enough to catch up with him at training and have a bit of a chat. So let's hear from Matt Stamps. I'm here with Matt Stamps, captain of the second eleven, following his 250th match for the Oakley Crew Club on the weekend. Matt, congratulations on playing 250. What does that mean to you? Thanks, Wallace. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, really proud of it, getting um, halfway to the old man. It's a good start. Absolutely. And um, let's talk about when you started at Oakley. How old were you? Why did you come down and play cricket at Oakley? Uh, well, I would have been 14 or 15. Jeez, um, nearly 20 years ago now. And, um, well, I think... Most people would know, but the obvious answer is probably because the old man played 500 games here, so I was never really going to play anywhere else. So you've played here for almost 20 years, you just mentioned. Is there a moment or a performance or a match that's particularly memorable or is your favourite of your time here? Uh, there's a third 11 game probably 10 or 15 years ago that I played with the old man. We took all 10 wickets between us. Um, Dad even got a run out, so that, was, yeah, that would have to be it. That's a pretty awesome memory. And... Um, now for the first time, you're, you're captain of one of our sides, captain of the second 11. Uh, we're four rounds into the season. Maybe a quick word on how the team's going and how you're finding captaincy. Um, yeah, look, I'm enjoying it. I wasn't, um, wasn't too sure. It's not something I've done before, the odd game here and there, but um, really enjoying the challenge. And um, look, the boys are going well. With three and one probably didn't quite put the performance we would have liked in on the weekend, but um, three and one's a pretty good start. Absolutely. Well, congratulations again. Thanks for joining us. Back to you. That was Matt Stamps on his 250th game. Congratulations, Matt Stamps. Matt, you've got some career stats for us. Yeah, so Stumper, I've got far 425 wickets at a handy 15.95 across his career. Amazing. Uh, best figures of 8 for 16. I'm guessing that would have been... The <laughs> that might have been the grand actually, final. No, that wasn't no, the, grand the grand final. final. That was the third 11 game at Moorabbin because I was playing that game. Oh, yeah? And Matt opened the bowling with Gary Iverson. Gary Iverson took one. And there was a run out and Santi was filthy that he did not get more than eight that day. And I think we were chasing 21. <laughs> oh, my. Um, and then he's also had 14 five-wicket hauls. Um, he's also taken 73 catches in the field. But what impressed me the most was that he actually goes at 15 with the bat as well. So 
Good for a few handy runs down the bottom. Don't, yeah, handy bat. Don't mention that. No, well, he's going to love that yeah, way well, too much. Good on, good on him. He's, he's played 250 games. He, he can have his moment. And, he should um, bat more than he does. Yeah. He's that. got two shots. He's got a, he's got a broom and a, and a slog over midweeket, I reckon. Well, it's won him seven premierships as well. <laughs> uh, two second 11 premierships, four third 11 premierships, and the club's only fourth 11 premiership. Yeah. No, very impressive, Matty Stamps. Um, Outstanding. Well done, Matt. We congratulate you. Um, now, I just remembered, Jeff, we talked about the first 11 round four against Mount Waverley, which we won. We did. And there's something very special about the OCC first 11 games against Mount Waverley. And I actually would like to present you and congratulate you for retaining the City of Monash Community Shield for the sixth time. So congratulations. And here you are. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, just a, a quick fun fact. I don't know how much I can I can say about this, but um, you know this does have a fair bit of history. Sure, we've only won it six times, but uh, on the um, the very first win, um, we figured we definitely couldn't lose uh, lose the shield because uh, there's no way we could give it back to Mount Waverley. Uh, after it's a it's a treasured <laughs> treasured shield around Oakley Creek. Club. It, look, Maybe we'll look leave if, it at that. If you want to know, uh, talk to Spike um, Ben Pinwell. He's got uh, a few stories about an OCC legend, um, Ben Pinwell. His his alter ego, Dennis the Menace, and and the shield. So, uh, look, it's a pleasure to to have it back, and I'm bloody glad we didn't have to hand it over. Congratulations! And the real fun fact of that is that we've actually always retained that shield since its inception well we've needed to it it has always belonged to oakley so we used to play it every year when oakley and mount waverley were in the same group now we only play it once every three years so it's a little bit easier to retain um but we retain it again for another three years let's go let's go okay well that's the first and second 11 uh and now we come to a very special segment a brand new segment brought to you by big man himself Jeff, let's throw to you for your segment, What's Hot and What's Not. All right. What a great intro. Um, Thanks. Uh, so we don't have a sponsor just yet, but I thought I'd, uh, because we don't, I'd chuck Turtles uh, Beanie on. Thank you for the Beanie Turtle. It's Turtles, um, Landscape Turtles Landscapes and Construction. construction. Jeff um, has the beanie on for those listening. The the purpose of, uh, of plugging them is that he's booked in to do my backyard. So... So you wanted to really, do a good really, job. really hope. Well, it, I, of course, but um, short on funds at the moment. So if you can help me <laughs> so out, turtle, that'd do be great. A good job for cheap, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, but um, yes, what's hot and what's not. Basically, um, they're coming in pairs. Um, I'll go through something that's hot around the club, something that's exciting and and fun around the club, and then something that's a little bit less. Uh, or lacking some fun and incite, excitement around the club. All right, let's um, hear them. So first, uh, as an example, we'll run through a bit of a vanilla um, couple. Uh, what's hot is the Thursday night's bloody meal deal, um, which we have on, well, selection nights, but every Thursday night after training. Uh, the splats are um, the mother and father of two ex-players, um, Glenda and Peter. They do an exceptional job feeding us. Thank you very much. Um, love you, splatties. Uh, that's definitely hot every every Thursday night. That is so hot. get down. Strong um, start. Everyone's invited. Uh, what's not is the frog box issues we've been having live streaming our games at Warrawee, uh Park. 
Um, Showing the second 11 scores while we're broadcasting the first 11 <laughs> yeah, games. That's so, an interesting yeah, there was experience. a bit of a mix-up on the weekend. We're working on it. We are working on it. Um, not going to throw anyone under the bus, um, but Milo, I was heard that you were trained up that first week. But well, so anyway... What, what uh, I heard, actually, was that the Mount Waverley game on the weekend was meant to be a Mount Waverley home game, but because their ground is out of action, they played it here. So the fixture was actually maybe the thing that, that messed it up. But yeah, if you were watching the live stream on, on last Saturday, uh, you were viewing the first 11 game with the scores of the second 11 game. So that would have been pretty confusing and we hope it doesn't happen again. It's all right though. It's um, I've been assured it's all hands on deck to get it sorted for this weekend uh, or as soon as possible. Um, all right, so... Into, into the more juicy stuff now, I suppose. So what's hot is seeing some young fellas come through the grades. Like we spoke about in the twos, we've got Matty Tyson and Tom Ison um, dominating with the ball. Ayush has come up to the ones and, and killing it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good to see some youth coming through and progressing through the grades. What's not hot is the pesky fines mas- masters who pop me for stuff all. On the weekend, <laughs> get this, on the weekend. I Does this count as arguing the fine? Yeah, is this, is this a blow? Sorry, go on, go on. Look, <laughs> take it for what it is, boys. <laughs> I had a couple of mates that came down on the weekend, um, came to s- sit up in the Just grandstand. Came to support you, came yeah. to watch you game. Came into the grandstand where we sit when we're batting, all right? And I go to sit with them for a little while, uh, make sure that, you know, their presence is appreciated. And uh, at the end of the game, I find out that James Ritchie has fined me $18. That's steep. Very Imagine that. What is it like? What, how many friends do you have? Not many, but <laughs> was it two like of them came down. Bucks a friend, not eighteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm sl- splitting that with them. They've they've copped six bucks each. Jeez. Um, Last time they're real down. club man. <laughs> um, another thing that's hot is getting to train on the turf nets um, after being in the indoor nets for the preseason and then on the syntho for some of it as well. Getting to train on the turf nets is absolutely elite. Uh, what's not hot is making Turtle run a lap at the end of training because he couldn't execute a Yorker. Uh, personally, I had to hear about that for days. Yeah, um, not hot for the rest of us. He was pretty hot, though. He was steaming. He was steaming. Um, and we also had to wait for him to finish the lap as well. So, um, Gracie, please... please. Don't call him Turtle for nothing. <laughs> Running uh, backwards. Oh, fell in a hole. Um, Moving on. Moving on, <laughs> what's hot is um, the coaching unit. Gracie and Half are doing a great job. They're bringing a lot of new ideas to the group, um, promoting a really strong culture. I think they're making a really good stamp on the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's not hot is Gracie pulling the boys in for 15 minutes uh, for a chat for 15 minutes post the warm-up so that we cool down while he's delivering his message. Great messages, but we're cooling down while he's delivering his message before we start training. Um, yeah. Probably not so hot for the yeah. for we're the muscles. We're all not hot after that. No one's hot after that. Well, I don't know what's what's worse, that or when he asked Fartet to do the rewarm up afterwards, <laughs> he said no. <laughs> Stood there looking at each other for I reckon thir- was a good stare down. 30, 45 There's seconds. a longer stare down than there warm. was here at the club for the new players night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. All right, and the the last one that I've got here is uh, what's hot is the tea in the ones, the afternoon tea in the ones. Exceptional, exceptional. We've got Sneddy Rolls. Uh, Nathan Harford's bringing cob loaf. It's like a cheese and bacon cob loaf. 
Is he I, making that himself? I wouldn't have thought so, but he, he's bringing it. Good effort. He's here. bringing it. Um, you know, there's pizza, allotment of fruits, cream and jam scones we had. I, well, this buddy's brought that on my behalf uh, <laughs> the other week. Do you mean for you? Well, I won it. There was I two bladders, oh, okay. one I'm, for him and one for everyone else. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if we've got the big wheel in the in the picture, but yep. um, on a Thursday night, I won a um, the splatty scones after Ooh, a um, new prize. Yeah, new prize for the for the big wheel. So, uh, thank you, Salmon, for running that, uh, and thank you for the splats. So I didn't have to provide tea, but elite elite tea in the ones. Mm-hmm. What's not hot is the captains, particularly Pierso, deciding to bat first, meaning that I don't get to have any of the good stuff at tea. I'm stuck to the watermelon and the oranges at tea because I have to bowl straight afterwards. Yeah, so that hurts. Really, really need you to uh, pick your performance up, Pierso. I don't care if you're winning the toss or losing it. We need to bowl first. <laughs> of course, because you bat at what number? A little bit lower than it should be, so about nine or ten at this point. <laughs> yeah, so you can load up when when we're absolutely up to load up. If if I'm bowling yeah. first, I'm staffed. I've had a water. I've come upstairs, and I should be able to pig out on <laughs> the lovely spread that the boys have uh, supplied for us. Hopefully, one day soon, mate. You'll be able one day to. soon. One day soon. I should, while I'm mentioning tea, uh, give Wendy a plug. She Thank does you, a fantastic Wendy. job getting our our tea sorted while we're playing. So. Mm. Um, she's is, absolutely elite. It's great to see the tea back. It is. So it many is. years with COVID, and we were not allowed to bring a shared tea. And we've back. got drinks coming back out. We've got the cart of drinks with cordial and the glasses. Glasses out on the field. It is, it's nostalgic. Yeah. Cricket is back. Oh, cricket is back. It's great to have it back. Um, be sure to check out the social media as well to vote on all those what's hot and what's not. <laughs> They'll be out on our story around the time of the podcast release. So check, keep your eye out for no that. No picking on me either, please. And well done, Jeff. That was what's hot and what's not for the first time ever. Thank you, Jeff. Now, let's move on to the third 11 and talk about their games. Round three, they played Endeavour Hills and had a win. They batted first, posted eight for 187. Top scorers, James Francis, 52 not out of 58. And Carlos Wakefield, 43 off 63, who's had a really good, solid start to the season from Carlos. And then in response, Endeavour Hills were all out for 159 and Carlos took three for 33 off nine. So fair to say, 40-odd and three for. He was probably man of the match for that game. Carlos, the uh, the pommy, lovely work. I think uh, Demesh stepped in as captain. Yes, for that Anthony as well. Was Howes that his first out. Yep, out in America supporting his, uh, his partner, fiancé now, I think. Um, fantastic work, uh, Anthony. But uh, Demesh filling in as captain, probably um, batting James Francis a little bit too low down yeah, the order. I, I don't I, know. I played a fair bit of junior cricket with uh, James Francis, and I, there wasn't many games he was coming down number eight. So um, yeah. promotion the next week was definitely on the cards. Good, good, Demesh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably only make that mistake once, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> top scoring at number eight with a not out, pretty handy. Uh, so well done to the threes for winning in round three. And then in round four, unfortunately, the opposite result. They had a loss to Caulfield on the weekend just past. They batted first. Uh, were only able to post eight for 123 off their 45. So probably fair to say they'll look back on that and think they could have posted a higher score and could have maybe tried to push things along a bit. But I'm sure they'll learn from it. Top scorer, Carter Bilbra with 45 out of 120. So well done, Carter. So you're telling me um, they performed better with Jimmy Francis down the order? Oh, batted it from the previous game? Yeah. 
Well, they yeah, won. They won five. when he batted at eight and got promoted up to five. Uh, maybe I take that maybe. back. Maybe you should bat at nine <laughs> for the next one. Is that where the specialists? That's where the specialists bat. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang on. Um, anyway, so they made one hundred and twenty-three. Uh, Caulfield. Fair to say, they they probably cruised to a degree. They ended up six down when they passed us in the thirty-third over. Uh, well done to Tommy Miles, the people's champ, and Fateh Singh, who both took two wickets. Um, and overall, that puts the third 11 at one win, two losses, and a draw. Well done on the win, thirds, and looking to bigger and better things in the rounds to come. Now, moving on to the fourth 11. I'll throw to you, Matt. Sweet. Fourth so, 11. Fourth 11. A uh, fair bit happened in the fourth 11 the, the last couple of weeks. Um, so, as mentioned in the last episode, um, we were playing Endeavour Hills in round three. Uh, so obviously the Chapel Wirracoon Shield, which we touched on in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only that, we had two club debutants, uh, Andrew Thakur and Finton Arastrick. Uh, Finton joining us from Caulfield from last year. Actually got me out both times we played Caulfield. Oh, so no way. Glad to see the back of him and seeing him <laughs> on in my team. Was it was it good bowling on his behalf or uh, a yeah. mistake on your behalf? Uh, knowing, <laughs> <laughs> knowing me, it was a bit of both. But, okay. Um, First, well, it was actually, remember at the start of last year, we had six weeks, seven weeks where we had cricket called off and we played Caulfield for the first game. A lot of rain, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're playing Caulfield at Caulfield Park and I've come out to bat and he's, he's bowling quite quick and I said, oh, you know, but play quick and then he's put one straight through me, golden duck. So I had Ooh. to wait another week on top of the seven weeks I already had to actually hit a ball for <laughs> once. Um, but yeah, so good to see him on our team and Andrew Thurko, a bit of an all-rounder. Um, good to have him in the club as well. Um, so in terms of batting, posted 130 off our 40 overs. Probably ended up being a little bit too uh, little with um, Tom Murphy, Raf Parton, putting on a really good partnership in the middle there. Um, and Cam Chapel and Joel Ajani with a bit of suicide running towards the end, but it, <laughs> it meant that we put on an extra 20, which were pretty handy runs. Um, they ended up passing us with about three balls to go, um, actually mm. nine down. Close so finish. It was a very, very close finish. Um, Notable wicket takers, Andrew Thakur on debut, two for 16. Well done. And Joel Ajani with two for 12 off his eight. Although I'm not going to give him too much of a shout out because apparently he wouldn't stop listening to my shout out last episode. Had it on repeat. <laughs> well, it's in the too car. Too late apparently. now. You've already done it. Already like done your it. ringtone. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently you nearly did. So <laughs> um, moving on to the next week, we played Caulfield at Caulfield Park. Um, another returning prodigal son, actually, uh, R- uh, Raul Surrendran. Back after his little sabbatical, where were you guys, were you guys here when um, Gary Iverson gave him a massive rap at training? I yeah, think on the Thursday night. Yeah, 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 on the Thursday, and he's come back. He's I don't like, know we're if any, yeah. I don't know if anyone's been that excited about someone coming back to the club. Oh, he loves him. He loves him like he's his own son. I reckon. Well, to be fair, I think he came out and did a decent job. So. He's got well, quite a few sons, so that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. Um, and playing Premier Cricket, Jack as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so came out. Um, actually had Caulfield three for five at the start of their innings um, with brilliant bowling from Raz um, and Joel Ajani starting us off. Um, unfortunately, the middle middle order got away from us a little bit. Um, three boys posted 50 from their team. Um, but notable bowlers were definitely Raz. Um, Joel bowling into the wind would have been a really difficult task. Pretty um, strong breeze, I think. Yeah, very strong breeze at the start. And um, Craig Johnson, Harry Cashman, um, bowled really well in the middle and then Andrew closed it out with some great death bowling um, set us a real big chase um, and then you know they always say um, 
age gives experience and um, we had the plentiful experience of Andrew Donahue, Ryan Chappell and Craig Johnson who pretty much built our innings. Three Oaks legends. Yeah. The old boys getting it done. Exactly. Um, so gave us a bit of a chase. Um, so gave chasing, us a bit of a chance. Chasing 200. Chasing 200. Um, gave us a bit of a chance towards the end and then some great power hitting towards the end from Joel Ajani and Raul Sarenjan including one big boy straight yeah. back over the bowler's head. That was You were there. That was yeah. a very so, big hit. So I was about to say, uh, unfortunately, I still haven't played with a, an injury, but I was able to come down to this 4th 11 game and, and watch the latter half of the chase. Um, and to chase 200 in 40 overs with the such a young team, like you essentially had the three, the three old boys and then what all it was like all under, yeah i think under it's 20s. three old boys me at 21 and then everyone else yeah under and, that and it was amazing and and yes so chasing 200 craig johnson and ryan chapel both contributed heavily with 46 and 40 respectively but when chaps was given out run out in what Very some are describing as a horrific decision <laughs> it was yeah me. horrendous um and chaps was flying he was 40 off 30 balls um, but then it was left to, yeah, Joel Ajani and Raza, Rahul Surendran, two young blokes who needed to score it over was, a runner yeah, ball. It was over a runner. Um, I think the equation when Joel went out to bat would have been 82 off 76 or something like yeah. that. Um, Amazing. But yeah, to, to have the composure to go out there, bat with chaps until he went out and then Raz to come in and smack them around. And then Finn against his old club, um, hitting the winning boundary to yeah. seal the game. Jordy a couple would love of, that. Oh, yeah. he loved it. He came off and he was absolutely lapping it up. Um, but it was really good all-round effort. And I think this this win will give us real good confidence heading into the rest of the yeah. season. It's kind of given the boys a bit of belief. Which absolutely. Really good. And, and it should. And it was those two guys, Raza and Joel Ajani, they, they almost got you there. They put on a partnership, got, got it to within three or four. Uh, Joel got 17 off 18 and Raz got 27 not out of 21 balls, including, as you said, a very, very nice six straight back over the bowler's head. Which is funny because Craig was actually saying to him earlier in the week, can you bat? Can you bat? Where do, where do you bat? And yeah. um, he said, no, nah, no, nah, I've got this. I can bat. And he put him at nine because um, he wasn't quite sure what the nine lower order would spot. look like. Yeah, yeah. Specialist. it is. <laughs> yep. Specialist batsman nine. And um, yeah, composure, three fours and one big boy and helped us seal out the game. Yeah. So really well done, and it puts the fourth 11, two wins, two losses. Uh, so pretty obviously even start to the season, but as you said, take massive confidence out of that win. That was a really, really good win against a very experienced Caulfield team yep, as well. Definitely. Um, so well done to the fours. Now moving on to the fifth 11, as we mentioned last week, our fives play on a Sunday. They play all one-day games, and they play in a different competition in the Mercantile League. Um, round five, they had round five and six. Round five, they played the Victorian Vikings, which provided a bit of uh, WhatsApp fodder in the scoring for that day. Um, but the Vikings uh, lived up to their name and, and smashed a big score of 259. Um, well done to Josh Kerr, who took four far for the Oaks. And Harry Cashman and VJ Gatter also got two each. But unfortunately, 259 was a little bit too much for us to chase. All out for 108. Top scorer Matt Johnson with 26. So unfortunately, copped a loss in round five. In round six, they played against Malvern, uh, batted first, and were all out for 97. Yep. So um, opening partnership of Ben Salmon and Tom Ison called up uh, late call-ups with a couple of dropouts. Wow. Who traditionally would probably bat at number nine. Yeah, nine <laughs> and ten would probably be their appropriate positions. I believe Ben bats at nine for the threes and Tom bats at ten for the twos. So Might have made runs if they did. 
Yeah, and, yeah, for sure. Um, so, so what was their opening partnership? So their opening partnership ended up being 33 of the 98. Look, of 97, that's of pretty 97. solid. I've seen worse. I've seen yeah, worse. so, um, and then Archer Johnson um, came out at number three or four, um, ended up with 28 himself. Um, and then Malvin chased it, two down. Um, ben Salmon taking both wickets, fig- finishing on figures with two for 10. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, another loss for the fives. That puts them overall... One win, two losses, three draws, I think, uh, with a couple of washouts early on in the season. We'll quickly touch on the veterans team, who also play on a Sunday one-day games. Uh, they've only played one game since the last episode, and they had another win against Mont Albert Gold. They are three wins, zero losses in what I think is only a seven-match home-and-away season. Yep, seven-match. Um, but 3-0, and oh, that puts them first on the ladder. So That's go the old start. boys. Very good start. Well done to the vets. Am I um, seeing this right? Did Ryan Chappell take two wickets with his toppies? So I heard this, yeah. I, I, Including a court and bowl? Yeah. Um, Chaps, tradition, yeah, not normally a noted bowler. Uh, but well done. Two he, you know what? He got one a couple of overs a couple of years ago when Trent got injured and we needed someone to oh, as a stopgap. We didn't stop, stop hearing about that for right? weeks. But it's his overs are slowly creeping. Like he hadn't bowled for ages before that and now he's slowly getting more and more overs every week, including the idea a couple of weeks ago he threw, threw to Craig against Mount Waverley where he wanted to have a bowl because the pitch would have maybe given him a little bit extra than what the paces were getting. <laughs> yeah, so the, the pitch suits my bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good Heard one. That. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's very interesting to see that he's sort of getting these overs back into him. But yeah, good on him. Too yeah, far. Well, absolutely. He's well leading done. wicket taker for that game. Um, so yeah, well done to the vets. First on the ladder. Keep up the good work, fellas. Uh, now we'll quickly touch on the juniors. Um, wanted to mention again... Uh, like we did last time, the under-12 Alana's team, which is the all-girls team coached by Hish Fernando here at Oakley Cricket Club. Uh, in their four games, they've got two wins, one loss and a draw. So going well, the girls. And um, they once again headed down to a Big Bash game to support Alana King, a former Oakley player who is now playing in the Big Bash for the Perth Scorchers. Uh, I think she just took her 100th BBL wicket as well. So joins that club. Well done, Alana. Yeah, on the news again. Um, Channel Seven hooking them up with a, an exclusive interview again. Got to got yeah. to meet their cult hero Alana again. So yeah, awesome. really cool experience for them. Getting and those bright yellow shirts on the big screen. I'm, I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, they were on the coverage once again. Channel Seven this time. Um, keep an eye out on the Oakley Cricket Club Instagram page and our other socials. We'll be looking to post that pretty soon. Um, but really, uh, like amazing work. Go the Alanas and go Alana King and well done Hish. Um, and then bre- very briefly, we'll take a look at the other junior teams. We've got the under-11 Carlos team with zero wins, two losses and a draw, just finding their feet. The under-11 Webb team, one win, two losses. Under-13 Pattinson, one win, three losses. Under-15 Harford, two wins and a loss. And the under-15 Pearson team with three wins and zero losses, so 3-0. and So the under-15 Pearson team... Getting it done early in the season. Well done to the boys down there. Okay, and that's the juniors done. And that brings us pretty much to the end of episode two of the Mighty Oaks podcast. Thank you for watching us on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But before we go, we just want to plug one more time the OCC Beer Pong and Karaoke Night, which is this Saturday night, the 19th. It's going to be a really exciting night. Um, I was just wondering, boys, once we finish the beer pong, we get to the karaoke What's your go-to karaoke song? 
Well, I'm a big fan of uh, the Proclaimers. Uh, I think it's I'm Gonna Be. Um, 500 Miles. 500 One Miles, whichever too. it is. Um, yeah, big fan of that. I think I got the, um, Did the you Mickey sing? taken out of me a little bit last year. Jimmy, Jimmy Ben, the pest that he it can be sometimes, really got on the back of me yelling I'm Gonna Be rather than, uh, than the rest singing of the it. Song? Yep, and he seemed to get this trend around the club going, I'm a bee. And despite that, you're going to bring it back and go again? Absolutely. I've got to prove myself, I think. I've got a point to prove um, Jimmy can be a bit of a poor singer himself. So I'd like to see him, you know, get out there early on and, and yeah, okay. give us something. Challenge, that... challenge thrown. Matt, any go-to karaoke well, songs? I've already kind of picked out my song for this week. I'm hoping that we can get it available, but... I do have mine, but I won't reveal it because it might reveal Ooh, my okay. costume. So, if you do, yeah, if you do want to see it, make sure you get down. Uh, but yeah, just touching on Jimmy Ben, I've got to say for costumes last year, he and his sister switching and going as each other. That was, oh, that, that, was, was very, that was very good. And um, she definitely emulated the Jimmy Ben we all love and know <laughs> Did, um, so well. There's been the, a few Jimmy Ben costumes. Was there ben a costumes. best dressed prize? Are we, are we doing that? Uh, I'm not sure if we are, but there were a very there were a few pretty good best dressed last year. Maybe best dressed gets first choice karaoke song. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll we'll go with that. I'm sure. Um, yeah, few, definitely a few highlights. Like I mean, Trent and Chaps coming as Buddy from Hawthorne and Buddy from Sydney was an interesting selection. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but that's good. I like that. <laughs> the others there there were a few um, very good costumes. What about yourself? Do you have a go-to karaoke? Go-to karaoke song. I I know Nickelback is pretty popular. <laughs> Gets a bit of a run. Shout out. No, that's Gracie. Shout song. out to the coach. No, I know <laughs> that. So I'm hoping to hear that. I don't necessarily sing it. Um, but yeah, maybe like, I, I don't mind a little bit of Kanye West, even though maybe that's... Controversial? Yeah, not not the best these days, but there are a few classics there that I... Might be a few, uh, a few Swifties that won't be too happy with that, but... No, that's my message. She'll the, less, the less Taylor Swift we have that night, the better. Don't at me. Anyway, <laughs> that brings us to the end of episode two of the Mighty Oaks podcast. My name is Miles. We've been Jeff and Matt. Thank you, boys, for joining me tonight. Well done. Um, follow us on YouTube if you're watching or listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow our Instagram. Uh, you'll see the, uh, the screen up there now. So thank you very much. Mighty Oaks podcast. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.